Hello, I'm Amanda Griffiths, the Quality Director at Voyage Care. Welcome back to season two of our podcast where the theme is quality. Today's episode is all about ensuring high quality support in supported living from our Warwickshire DCA. Hi everyone, I'm Denise. I'm the Operations Manager um, covering Warwickshire and Leicestershire. I'm here today with Lisa, the Branch Manager at Warwickshire, um, to talk about quality in our supported living services. So I'm uh, Lisa Timms and I am the Registered Branch Manager for Warwickshire DCA, which um, covers uh, 42 schemes now across the whole of Warwickshire. Fabulous. I bet you're busy. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> so we thought we'd have a, a discussion about quality and yeah. what we what we do or what you do and your yeah. team does in Warwickshire. What are some of the things that we do to make sure that the quality of care and support is high? Um, I think I think for me it's making sure that the um, right from the very beginning with the care needs assessments, making sure that we're skill matching um, right from the very beginning. Um, that it's it's about what the people we support need and want rather than anything staff related. It's, um you know, it's, it is all about the people we support. Totally agree. Mm. I think it's sort of imperative that the people we support, their views are listened to. Definitely. Um, and that they have the say or their say in everything that, that we, we do. Yeah, it's ensuring as well that they have their that we put into place their weekly meetings um, so that we are constantly um, checking that um, what we're providing is, is what they, they want. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's also, I know you talked about skill matching. I think it's really important um, that the people we support are involved in choosing who supports them where possible. Of course, we, we always look at whether it's um, a preference. Um, it could be a male-female preference. It could be um, a, a religious preference. It, there's lots and lots of things for us to consider when we're skill matching the staff to the people we support. Um, and I think that is a really key part to provide that exceptional care. It definitely is, isn't it? We've faced some really challenging times, haven't we, um, over the last couple of years? Um, and it has been increasingly more and more difficult to do that. But yeah. And know that you and your team um, still continue to try and strive to achieve that by listening to the people we support. I think it's also important that we make sure that the um, the staff have the right the right training, isn't it? Yeah, training is really important. So, you know, that's what we do from in, from the point of induction. So, um, all new staff will go through our full training program, and it's all the face to face training, it's all the e learning training to make sure that they actually understand um what what and what the needs are of the people we support before they're even allocated to a shift yeah you know the training is a really key part it definitely is it's really important that the staff get to know the people we support yeah. isn't it yeah it's really important that that we give staff the time to have an induction and yeah. i know it has been quite challenging yeah very um you know, but we are starting to increase the face-to-face inductions. Yes, they're coming back now. We've we've actually started those this week. So yeah, um, and it worked really, really well. It worked really well. Yeah, it 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 always does. It's a you know, hopefully things will get better, won't they? Yeah. So Denise, can you just explain a little bit about what you class as high quality care? I think 
high quality care is um, demonstrated by um, the fact that it's obvious that we listen to what people want, we listen to the people we support, that we um, understand what they need. Um, so it, it goes back to the very basic, you know, making sure that their their uh, assessment of need is is up to date um, and includes them, involves their families, um, that we um, strive to achieve what they they need and that what they want. I think skill matching, so staff that have got the same sort of interest or religious beliefs, um, etc. It's important that we, you know, we've got the right staff. Um, working or supporting individuals. Um, I think making sure that the staff have received the correct training, that they understand the training, that they use the training, um, that nothing's tokenistic, that um, nothing's just a tick box, ex mm. box exercise that we, I think when we're demonstrating high quality care, I think CQC are looking for the soft, softer things. It's It's really important that we've got um, with people's consent, lots of pictures, um, you know, things in people's own words. Yeah. Um, it's, in, it, I mean, obviously we have to comply with legislation and we have to provide evidence to do that. So mm. sort of documentation is key, isn't it? Just um, listening to people, uh, taking on board what they say um, and acting on it, changing things because of suggestions that have been made, I think really demonstrates that the care is of a high quality. Absolutely, totally agree with you. Totally agree. Voyage has got lots of different ways that we, we measure quality, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. so... You know, we will measure it through. Um, we have the action plans, so all the field support supervisors have their own action plan to work to. Um, we have the um, internal audits from um, Voyage. With then, obviously, we've got CQC inspections that we have, annual service reviews as well. There's lots of ways that we can measure the quality, and I think the from the quality questionnaires and the annual service reviews, we get a lot of feedback from that. Um, and then from there, that's where we can, if if things are coming in that we can see people are not happy with, you know, they, they we pick them up on there and then we can we can change things, can't we? And and put things right if we need to. It's really it's really important though. It's a really good tool, isn't it? The um for the annual service review, the yeah. um the electronic feedback questionnaire. It really is, yeah. Um I know that um, staff have been completed there. Yeah. Haven't they recently? Yeah. Um and it's um it gives them the opportunity to to raise issues if they have any or yeah. to compliment if they've got compliments. Um, and it, it, it's a really, a really good tool to address because we you can't do anything about something you don't know anything about, can you? Exactly. So it's important that everybody has a say. Yeah. And obviously we do our, um, the stress risk assessments are a big part of that as well. Yeah. That, that highlights if, again, if we need to address anything and especially through the COVID times, everybody has had different issues, haven't they? Yeah. Um, throughout COVID with illness, maybe, or family illnesses. And we've had to approach it in a very, very different way um, and be a lot more sympathetic, I suppose, and empathetic to, to those, those individuals. 
So, Lisa, you've not long received your um, pre-inspection request from CQC, haven't you? I have, yeah. So we've um, it's it's not long been in, so that's now been completed, and um, it's been sent back um, to our quality department to be checked, and everything was absolutely fine. So it's gone off now to uh, CQC. So we're just waiting. That's good. The PR PIR um, asks you lots of questions, doesn't yeah. it? It gathers a lot of data about the service or yeah. the DCA, mm -hmm. um, and also gives you the opportunity to showcase some of the things you've done yeah so I'm assuming that on the PIR you'd have put some of the goods we the did good we did we, used, we, we did use the uh, Kieran story on the PIR and um, we've also used um, a story about another gentleman who's been doing some gardening so there's some really good stories on there yeah brilliant and what about all the stuff that you've done um, around outstanding yeah so what we've tried to do is um, we have Got fold, I've put a sort of a folder together now um, around all the what they're looking for for the outstanding. You know, it's, it's building. We've had um, a gentleman who's had a significant weight loss. Um, we've done, um, we've got lots of things happening with gardening and all person centred things that are happening around the schemes, which hopefully will help us towards a possible outstanding. That would be really good, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, really would. I think it's. Um... It's really important that you showcase all, all your successes. Yeah. Um, and I think CQC are really, really interested in the softer side of things, aren't they? Rather than your paperwork and your documents. We know they're important and meeting legislation, etc. But the the softer things that supporting people with, um, you know, their aspirations and their goals and evidencing that um, is key to getting um, an outstanding result with CQC. I think overall, um, for me, like listening to the people we support and having their feedback, um, you know, when that's positive, that sort of demonstrates that the care isn't for high quality. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it, it's all about like keeping your eyes open and listening, isn't it? Um, and, you know, acting on things and, you know, feeding back to people. Absolutely. You know. Um, partaking in the quality questionnaire yeah. and answering those just real, really demonstrate high quality and, you know, good stuff. Yeah, it's um, it's really important as well because what we do, um, I do um, like a, a, an open um, forum where I, I just sort of go downstairs and everybody will come and have a cup of tea with me and I'll sit with the people we support and we sit with the staff and it's a lovely atmosphere and then it, it just gives them the opportunity that if there is anything that they need to talk to me about I'm there and it's I'm I'm you know I'm not just sitting in the office and um, you know they they feel as if they could come and talk to me which is great um, and we learn a lot from that. So You've had some real success stories, haven't you, with um, people transitioning into supported living? Um, during the um, COVID uh, pandemic, Kieran transferred across from another supported living scheme, not a voyage scheme, um, into ourselves. Um, and Kieran had not um, particularly had um, a, a good time with the other company. And he was very, very frightened when he first got here. Um, I think he was very unsure of, of what to expect, um, but the, he chose his staff team himself. Um, he settled in so, so well. Um, he, he was really quite upset initially about having to um, isolate, 
Um, but after that two weeks, he he started to join in with the community activities that we did. He started to ask um, for us to find um, things for him to go out and do, which we did, which was the cooking skills and the life skills and his ice hockey that he's doing now. So the transition went really, really well. Um, the mum and family, again, very, very pleased. He's built um, a, a very nice relationship with Kirsty, with the field care manager. So he, he has got an awful lot of trust in her um, and he will talk to her about any issues that he's got. But the transition was really, really smooth. It was lovely, really nice transition. We've been joined by um, Kirsty, one of the field care managers, and Kieran, a person we support. Hello, I'm Kirsty. I'm the field care manager. Do you want to talk about Kieran's transition a little bit for us? Mm. Yeah, so Kieran, I first met Kieran um, and his mum on Microsoft Teams, where Kieran was very shy and wouldn't really speak. So I invited him to come to Stretton, where we had fish and chips outside. Um, and he opened up a lot more, telling me his likes and dislikes, showed him around the flat, he was over the moon, um, and he moved in pretty quick. It was like a four-week... Yeah, we did a four-week turnaround, didn't we? Yeah, he couldn't have any of the visits as such, because obviously with COVID. So it's a case of, he literally moved in, had to isolate for 14 days, um, which was difficult, but we managed. But within them... 14 days we've got his courses set up his ice hockey ready it's really good it's really important isn't yeah. it that yeah it just shows that you're obviously everything you did is did or did with him is yeah. person-centered we had, isn't we had it? a lot of communication with mum throughout the time too like every day we'd be emailing to check how she was how she felt she had a lot of input in kieran's move and, he and very, they still do. And he very quickly made friends here, didn't he? I mean, he's he's built... Oh, he's a social butterfly. Uh, he's he's made some really good relationships. We've got another two gentlemen, haven't we? And he's made really good relationships with them, so they'll share film nights. Where one is, nights. the other one is. Yeah. That's good. So he's made new friends, Absolutely, hasn't he? Yeah. That's not always easy. It hasn't no. been easy for anybody, has it, no. during the pandemic? So that's, that's a real positive, and it really shows that you've really listened to what he wants and take it on board what his mum wants as well yeah. you know who knows probably knows him very well and it's good that you've involved you know you involve everybody everybody and I think that's important when you're measuring quality isn't it that everybody who's got a right and or a need can say well Kieran's wrote his own support plan too obviously we've guided him through the voyage sort of ways but Kieran's actually inputted his own information he sat with the laptop and actually wrote his own support plan that, that's which brilliant. Is brilliant yeah. yeah it really is and I think if you think about um the new way that CQC have probably like to inspect with all the I statements so you know um I think you'll find that that, you know that that'll be looked upon yeah. like really highly won't it if, if he's been involved yeah and if so, there's any change you'll say Kirsty can you bring the laptop down so we can update my support plan so yeah he, he's, and he, he really enjoys getting involved with that doesn't he it's, yes it's, it's a big part of it's a big part of cheer and support is that he he chooses he takes absolute lead yeah yeah and I think that that is, you know, I I can I choose where I live and I choose yeah, how, yeah. how I'm supported. Yeah. Is, well, a clear example of that is, do not give me agency. Yeah. That yeah. was clear from the start. I don't want agency. Don't even try to put them in. Mm. And we haven't. And mm. that's that's the only one thing he said. I want mm. in my support plan. Don't put agency with me. Blessing. It's good. Mm. So Kieran lived in Hinkley, didn't you? 
in a supported limb. Did you have your own flat? Yeah. And then you just didn't get on very well there, did you? So you you came and looked around here, didn't you? Did you like it? Yeah. Did you like the flat? Yeah. Yeah. And did you like the people that lived here? Yeah. Did you feel welcome when you came to visit, yeah. Kieran? Yeah. What did when you when you first came on site and we showed you around the flat, etc. What um, can you remember who you met first? You, well, you came and met me, and we had fish and chips outside, didn't we? Yeah. You had fish and chips yeah. first, though. Yeah, fish Just and to, chips outside. We, we had fish and chips to put Kieran at ease and, be, you know, get him. We sat outside your potential flat and had fish and chips, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> and we asked lots of questions about each other, didn't we? And what, what did you tell me about yourself? What does Kieran like to do? Not sure. <laughs> you like horror movies and you like um, ice hockey. So we spoke a lot about that, didn't we? What's your flat like then? What have you got in your flat, Kieran? A gerbil. You've, You've got, got a gerbil. Yeah. Got your own gerbil. What's her name, Kieran? Bambi. Bambi. Yeah. Bambi the gerbil. That sounds amazing. <laughs> and what's all in your bedroom? DVDs. DVDs all across your walls, isn't it? Yeah, and your horror movie things are out, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. What did we do on the month after you Kieran moved in? What did we do for your birthday? Barbecue. Mm-hmm. You had a big barbecue outside because it was a special birthday, wasn't it? How old were you? 30. Wow. <laughs> well, you don't look it, actually. No. And we had a big barbecue, didn't we? All around the site and all everybody came from the other flats, didn't they? Yeah. And we and um, you very kindly um, helped with the cooking, I think, didn't yeah. we? We yeah. got you helping with the cooking. <laughs> Um, and you did really, really well. Do you want to tell us a little bit, Kieran, about what courses you're doing now? Because you you asked us if you wanted to do you wanted to do some more courses, didn't you? And yeah. and progress with your education and things. So, what courses are you doing now, Kieran? Maths. You're doing maths. Cooking. Yeah. So you're doing a basic cooking skills, and you're doing your maths level one, aren't you? And are you enjoying it? Is it nice to be out and about? Yeah. And have the staff helped you? Yeah, the staff helped you to achieve what you wanted to do. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about your ice hockey. (laughs) How often do you go? Once a week. Where is it at? Coventry. Wow. And what's the name of the team that you support? Coventry Blaze. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, Kieran's got his own shirt and scarf, hat, all that attire, haven't you? And you go every week. What do you do Mondays? Where do you go Mondays? Cooking. Tuesday you go? Swimming. Wednesday is now? Maths. And then the rest of the days, well, Thursday is the new disco. And somewhere we have to fit shopping in, don't we? Yeah. You're very busy. Do you like being busy, Kieran? Yeah. And you like the, the way that the staff involve you with all the active support? Yeah. Yeah, that's really good then. Are you glad you moved here? Yeah. You had a very good review with your social worker, didn't you, when yeah. we did your transition meeting? Can you remember what he said? No. That he was really, really happy with how the move went, didn't he? Yeah. And that he was happy with what you'd done, what we'd done, and that everyone's got a really good working relationship. That's what he said, wasn't it? He said it about me and you. He did. Yeah. He did. He said that we'd got a really good relationship together, didn't we? Yeah. Kieran found the transition quite hard at the start because of COVID, didn't you? Because yeah. obviously you had to self-isolate. Yeah. But we soon got you doing lots of activities in the house, didn't we? 
Yeah. It goes quick. Doesn't yeah. it? Self-isolation. Yeah. It goes quick. I know it's not nice, but but to transition as well through the through the COVID times, you did amazingly well, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. And we got you set up, set up all your health professionals really quickly, didn't yeah. you? So always good, wasn't it? Well, thank you for coming to talk to us, Kieran. You've done really well. You've done really, really well. Amazingly well. All right. Thank you so much. Today and thanks, Lisa, for um, joining me today to discuss um, quality care. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our focus on quality, please visit our website at www.voyagecare.com.